0: Everyone, and thank you for joining our community town hall meeting this evening. Uh, we're looking forward to being with you. We're going to let everyone get settled, and we'll be with you in just a moment. Hi, everyone, and welcome. We're going to let everyone get settled here for just a moment, and we'll be with you in just a few minutes. Well, hi, everyone, and thanks for joining. We'll be with you in just a moment. All right. Well, hi, everyone. Thank you for joining a Legacy Christian Academy's town hall meeting for the month of January. We are so pleased to be with you. Um, As always, I wanted to share a few brief reminders, so please remember that all lines are muted. We can't hear you, but we do want to connect with you, so please do open up your chat feature and send us any questions that you have along the way. Um, And please take a look at the instructions on your screen if you need further guidance. So first up, we've got a lot of stuff going on at Legacy, and we're excited. We've got a lot of great momentum on campus, and we are uh, looking forward to all of these events coming up over the coming weeks. So first up, a quick reminder, Monday we have no school, so don't show up. (laughs) It's a a holiday on Monday, um, so I hope that you all will enjoy that time away. Uh, Bible studies are getting started here soon, so uh, take a look at those dates for the men's and women's Bible study. Um, Our spirit shop and used uniform sale is taking place on February 6th, so please do join us for that. Our next pep talk is on uh, February 8th, along with a PTF uh, restaurant night. So Uh, The Chick-fil-A, really close to the school off off, uh, Lebanon in the Tollway, is available to you all day long uh, for you to get your fill of of chicken, (laughs) so please do join us in those efforts. Uh, Teacher Appreciation Week is coming up the 8th through the 12th, and we will be um, celebrating the greatest staff, um, so looking forward to that. Again, in-service is on uh, February 12th, so no school that day. President's Day holiday is the 15th. And we are excited to talk to you a little bit tonight about our in-person Eagle Mama Luncheon that's coming up here in the next few weeks. So here's a little bit more information. We look forward to gathering and fellowship with all of our uh, legacy ladies uh, for this wonderful women's ministry on the 24th. It will be in person. Please do know that space is limited due to COVID restrictions. Um, There will be social distancing between tables and social distancing between seats and masks are required, so we will try to gather in the safest way possible. But we felt like it was important to bring our moms together for this time um, to learn from one another. So if you would like to register, we invite you to join us and we hope that you'll take a look at this information today. Um, We also wanted to remind you that we'd love for you to join our business directory. If you are a business owner, or if you would like to promote your business or connect with others, this is a great way to do so so please do visit that website to register. And uh, lastly, certainly wanted to encourage you all to take a look at our grade level virtual planning meetings that are coming up and make sure that you have your calendars marked for those. So with that I am going to turn things over to our stronger together fund chairs, Brad and Aaron struck they've got some exciting news to share.
1: Thanks, Shannon. We're so excited to share that uh, the Stronger Together Fund has surpassed uh, $1 million in giving. And uh, it's just so impressive and, and just the heart of everybody during such a weird time in the pandemic. And we just want to say thank you. Uh, but the giving doesn't stop because the Stronger Together Fund is built upon a, the school calendar. So we still got five more months. And right now we're at 33% uh, parent participation and we want to get that number up. So. But thank you to all those who have donated. Thank you to all those that will donate. And I'm going to let Shannon talk about uh, where all these funds are going.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much to Brad and Aaron for your leadership and for um, your advocacy for the Stronger Together Fund. Um, I know that I'm joined by other members of our executive leadership team by just saying thank you to our legacy community. Um, your giving is just such a testament to your commitment to our mission. And it also is a testament to God's abundant blessings to our school. So thank you for remaining faithful. Um, it really is tremendous that we've surpassed the million dollar milestone so early in the year. So thank you, thank you for that. Um, when, you, when you think about the Stronger Together Fund, I wanted to remind everybody about what those dollars are doing on campus and how critical the funding is um, to our campus enhancements. So first off, we invested over a million dollars to reopen campus this year. That's a significant investment. We also increased the amount of tuition assistance by 85 percent. So that served 68 percent more students than the previous year. When you look at your uh, children's classmates very you know many of them may have benefited from tuition assistance this year in, in the sense that they are still with us and still enrolled because of that support. So we wanted to thank you for that. We also were able to increase the faculty and staff Christmas blessing which was a tremendous um blessing to our staff in terms of giving them uh, a bit more to, um, to spend over the Christmas holidays and also to just thank them for their service. Uh, we have uh, received a special donation for the South Campus Covered Walkway. This is a really big deal. So this is a project that we were looking at taking on uh, before COVID. Um, many of you know if you've got lower school students, it is not fun to drop them off when it is raining or any sort of weather outside. Um, so they will now be protected under a covered walkway. This is absolutely huge. We're so, so excited, not only for the students. Uh, I see Tiffany McCullum cheering right now because she is thrilled for her staff. They don't have to get wet anymore. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> uh, we also have raised some seed money for our South Campus Library renovation. You're gonna start hearing a whole lot more about that. Um, you can designate your gifts to our South Campus Library renovation. The cost for that, we're estimating around $200,000 but it will completely modernize the space and enhance the educational environment. That space needs it, and we look forward to providing that to our students. So more to come there. Um, Also, we have been able to hire some uh, critical positions that were needed um, through through our Stronger Together Fund. And lastly, we are supporting programs across campus, whether that be athletics, academics, or fine arts. Um, So just a reminder, as Brad mentioned, the fundraising continues. So you will, con- you'll, you will continue hearing from us. If you're interested in making your donation, you can visit the website listed at the bottom of your screen. Uh, next up in terms of enrollment, just a reminder that our index tuition application, the first round is due January 15th. So you'll have more opportunities to apply, but this initial deadline is in place to make sure that if you uh, would like to apply for the program that you get into that first round. Uh, Please also note that um, in order to remain enrolled at Legacy, there's no action needed on your part. Um, We assume that you're uh, staying with us unless you tell us otherwise. If you plan to withdraw your children, we just need to know by the end of the month. So thank you for keeping those deadlines in mind. I also wanted to encourage you to take a look at our spirit shop as always. And um, again, wanted to reiterate that we are actively looking for substitute teachers and nurses. So if you have an interest in helping us, uh, we would love to hear from you, or if you would be willing to share this opportunity with your network, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, Last but not least, there's an app for that. If you don't have the Legacy app, uh, please do download it so we can keep in touch. With that, uh, I am going to turn things over to our head of school, Mr. Bill McGee.
2: Well, thank you, uh, Shannon, and welcome, everyone. Um, uh, Before I ask God's blessing on our program this afternoon, a couple of comments, one is a correction. Uh, one of our sharp-eyed parents pointed out uh, through the chat feature that the slide about Martin Luther King holiday had the wrong date on it. So that date should be Monday, January 18th, not January 15th, as the slide indicated. So thank you, parent, for uh, pointing that out and uh, and catching that typographical error. Um, And also, Shannon, I wanna congratulate you and the members of your advancement team for that prestigious award that our Impact Magazine just uh, uh, received. It's an international award, uh, not just uh, nationwide, but uh, globally. Our uh, magazine, Impact Magazine, has been recognized as one of the top uh, magazines in its category, so we're very proud of that. And congratulations again, Shannon, to you and your uh, team for uh, uh, that excellent work. And with that, let me just open us in prayer. Father in heaven, I just thank you for bringing us to this day and for uh, watching over our community um, during the Christmas holidays, for uh, protecting us, for uh, bringing healing to um, our illnesses, uh for just uh, uh j- just just uh, the providing uh the the uh, uh help that we needed as a community to get through these difficult times father i uh, thank you that we were able to open our doors that we were able to convene um in january and continued our um uh, our essential mission uh with our uh, students and with our families and so uh, Father, we don't take that for granted. We, we know you are a sovereign God who is active in the affairs of humans. And we know that it is only through your grace and mercy that uh, uh, we can even gather um, on this uh, uh, webinar today. Uh, and so for that, Father, I, I, I give you thanks, express our gratitude and uh, praise your name. Father, I do ask that... Uh, This time together would be uh, one of enlightenment, that it would be one of encouragement, that um, all that we uh, uh, share with our families today uh, would encourage them in the work uh, they're doing and in that covenant partnership that we have with them. So uh, I uh, dedicate this time to you and ask for uh, your continued blessings on uh, the legacy community. I pray all these things in your son's name and for his sake. Amen. All right. So I'm, I want to make a few comments uh, uh, before I hand it over to others. Uh, uh, first of all, um, just to, uh, uh, I want to make an appeal on behalf of our nursing staff and especially our COVID nurse, uh, Amy Brumby. Um, it's come to our attention that uh, we are... Uh, that some families are not reporting positive COVID cases or uh, contact tracing in a timely manner, and that's uh, creating more work for our nurses as they uh, uh, as they contact and uh, uh, communicate with families. Um, parents, I, I just want to appeal to you. I said, you know, from the beginning of this pandemic, uh, the school has endeavored to. Uh, uh, provide you with timely, transparent information, and and I think we've we've uh, uh, we've done that well. I think uh, uh, from the feedback we've received from you that you appreciate the frequent communication, you appreciate the town hall meetings, the uh, the COVID dashboard that we've created. Uh, all of that is our promise to you to keep you informed, um, and we're asking for. Uh, you to do the same with us. Uh, Anytime there is an illness within your family or a situation or event that could affect others, and this is true whether it's a COVID pandemic situation we're in or even before this situation and certainly afterwards, we would ask that you communicate that to us so that we can protect our school community. And, And certainly we need your help in that uh, at just as soon as you are uh, um, your child or someone in your family is confirmed positive uh, for COVID or you're identified as a close contact, we need you to uh, go to our website and click on the portal um, so that you can enter the, the information. That's essential. If we're going to uh, uh, stay healthy as a community and avoid Uh, many epidemics. We've got to have your cooperation, parents. So please, I urge you, um, you know, be transparent. One thing, we do not uh, pass judgment. We do not make you feel bad because you're uh, uh, dealing with that illness in your family or having to be quarantined. That is not our point for uh, you reporting this. What, What we need accurate information so we can make wise decisions and that we can protect others. So put yourself in the uh, shoes of the of of other families who are concerned about the health of their children uh, and help us uh, do our job in providing you accurate information. So um, with that, um, I'm going to turn it back over. Well, I tell you what, before I turn it back over to Shannon, just want to share actually some uh, uh, statistics that we just uh, received uh, uh, today about uh, uh, the, the uh, pandemic. And one is that, um, and, and we, we do kind of benchmark our school with what's happening with other schools around us. And, and it was an article we received today about from uh, Frisco ISD. It was in the paper actually about Frisco ISDs. They reported that 79% of their positive cases came following or occurred following uh, Halloween, and that actually tracks with us because we had our first big spike after Halloween as well. Um, They're dealing with over 1,200 new cases since uh, the Christmas holiday. Uh, We're dealing with about 42 currently. Um, So what we're, and the reason we keep up with that basically is to see is are we out of the norm and what we're determining is we're not. We're actually kind of tracking with what's happening in our uh, general area. So that shouldn't be a surprise, but it's always good for us to keep up with that. And so wanted to share those, uh, those new statistics with you. So with that, now I'm ready to turn it back to Shannon. Shannon.
0: All righty, well, thank you. Um, well, I am so excited to welcome a new staff member to our legacy community. He's actually been with us for a little while. Um, So uh, I'm excited to introduce Jeff Duke this evening as our new Senior Director of Development. An interesting story here is that we had fully planned to hire him right before spring break last year, and if all of you can remember back to that time, that was right before COVID struck. Um, So unfortunately, our hiring was delayed by nearly a year, but Jeff uh, hung on with us. He has been serving us in a consulting role since then. And he even brought his daughter, Mary-Kate, over uh, to join us at Legacy in in the pre-K-4 class. Um, But we are just thrilled to welcome Jeff. This is a a, a tremendous uh, position in terms of um, securing the financial future of our school. And Jeff comes to us with a a breadth and depth of experience. Um, He actually grew up in the area, grew up in Plano. He and his wife, Caitlin, reside in Allen with their two children, Mary-Kate, who I mentioned, and their two-year-old, Travis. Um, And he is a double graduate from the University of Oklahoma, um, and he has a robust background in fundraising uh, specific to higher education and also athletics. So uh, we are excited for him to bring his skill set over and to help us really start planning and laying the groundwork um, for campaign strategies and also as we start looking to build an endowment. Um, his position was generously um, underwritten by a private donor who recognized the, sig- the significant need that we have uh, to hire this position. So, um, Jeff, I am just so pleased to finally welcome you to the team. It's been a long time coming and wanted to give you the mic for a moment to say hello to everybody.
3: Thank you so much, Jen, and uh, Thank you to the leadership team and also uh, board trustees just for, for y'all's leadership. Uh, especially through this academic year. I mean, I can't imagine uh, all the things that you guys have had to go through and decisions to make. Uh, As Shannon said, you know, I spent my career uh, so far in higher ed, uh, both with athletics and also in the academic setting. And uh, it's just my hope that those experiences uh, would be able to to help secure both the immediate and also the long-term financial future for LCA. Um, And I'll also add that, you know, I'm here as well as my wife, Caitlin, uh, just to serve this community wherever and however that we can Um, As a family, uh, I guess you could say that we're all in for LCA.
0: Well, thank you so much, Jeff. And with that, we're going to turn things over to uh, Daniel Townsley to talk to us a little bit about our Department of College Counseling. So Daniel, over to you.
4: Well, thank you, Shannon. Hello, everyone. It is my honor to introduce our Director of College Counseling, Rebecca McIntosh. For the last three and a half years, Rebecca has excelled at offering strategic and personalized college counseling for upper school families as they journey with her through the college discovery process. Not only does Rebecca consistently network with college admissions officers and counselors across the country, but she also assists students with a myriad of details necessary to properly evaluate and apply to college. However, what I'm most i um, grateful for and impressed with is Rebecca's conviction and passion to assist students and families in discerning our Heavenly Father's will and calling for each of our graduates. So thank you, Rebecca, for joining us and we look forward to hearing about college counseling.
5: Wonderful, well, thank you so much, Daniel. And like Daniel mentioned, I serve as director of college counseling here at Legacy. And I'm honored to have just a few minutes tonight to walk with you guys through what you can expect of our department, um, what to expect when your child enters the upper school, and then I'm really excited to share with you some exciting admission results from this past semester. So like I see, Christian Academy's department of college counseling really exists to educate and empower families, so you guys, um, about the college education process. And so my goal is to have all of our families feel confident in the process um, and feel confident in the college discovery process. And so that's really everything from your initial brainstorming about college all the way till, to seeing your child head off to college to use their God-given abilities and talents. And so in order to keep our families, the most informed families in the Dallas area, I start meeting with our parents in the eighth grade. And then we continue that all the way until the 12th grade And what we call our grade level meetings. And so these grade level meetings are really just to keep you up to date on everything that's happening in the college world, uh, what needs to be happening for that specific grade level and how to prepare you and your family for the college application process. In fact, we just had our eighth grade uh, grade level meeting this past Monday, and it was a joy to connect with our eighth grade parents. Um, So we love at Legacy, anytime we can connect you as a family to colleges. And so we do that through multiple college fairs. Uh, We bring colleges on campus for lunch visits so that your child can actually connect face-to-face with a college representative. Um, And so we want your family to start connecting with colleges early and for that to be a conversation piece um, that you and your family enjoy talking about. Um, Another key way we prepare and expose and expose students to college is through testing and standardized testing. Um, and so at Legacy, we try all along the way to prepare students for the test that they're gonna need for college. And so uh, we do ACT Aspire testing, we do pre-ACT testing, so practice ACT, and then we'll actually are able to offer official ACTs on Legacy's campus. And so we do that during the school day, so, that our families don't have to take a Saturday to do testing. And so, at Legacy, we also provide free test prep for our families. And so, we really want to be um, the entire package for your family so that, that you can come and we will prepare you for the college application process. So, while students work primarily in the ninth and 10th grade with their professional school academic deans, I start meeting with families in what I call the junior family conference in the 11th grade and this is really where I'm able to meet one-on-one with students and your entire family to walk through the college planning process and so all of the pieces that you've been building throughout each grade level we're able to talk through and put together your best plan for college applications and then my favorite part of the college Process is hosting our college workshop for our junior class. And so this is where I get to walk through the entire process of what students can expect when applying to college and send them off into the summer months ready to apply. Um, And so I work with each of our students to apply individually. We work through filling out applications together, hitting, hitting the submit button together, and really want your child and you to feel confident That they're putting the best application forward that they can. And so the goal of our program is really to have our students apply early to college so you, as parents, are able to see your child flourish um, through the process and really enjoy their senior year and enjoy that special family time together. Um, So the biggest thing I want you to know about our program. Um, is that I have an open door policy. So it doesn't matter what grade level you are. If you have questions about the college process, the college discovery process, please um, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm here to help all of our families, whether you've entered the school or not through the entire process. So now that I've given you a brief overview of what we do, I would love to highlight some of our exciting news from this semester. So our seniors have been working really hard um, to get through the college application process in a really bizarre year, and they've done a great job. And so as you can see, 100% of our seniors applied to at least one college by the end of the first semester. And so that's a huge deal for our seniors to apply early and really be done with the process early. And then as a result of that, 97% of our seniors were admitted by the time we came back from Christmas break. And so they they had college acceptances, were already hearing back and getting to celebrate the good news. And so that's really exciting for me to see all of our seniors really excelling. And then at the end of the first semester, we had over 150 acceptances to over 50 different colleges around the U.S., which again is is great for a class of 75 students. So they've worked really hard. And I would love now to celebrate a few of our students who have received admission decisions from schools that Legacy has never had a student admitted before. And so we want to celebrate their big accomplishment. So Max Lowry was admitted to the University of Notre Dame. Um, Each year they have over 20,000 applications and 19% of those are admitted. So just 19% that apply. Drew Davison was admitted to Duke University, um, a top tier university that only admits 7.8% of those students that apply. So again, a really big deal, um, very selective admissions process. And then Tyler Heaton was admitted to Harvard University. So one of our most esteemed Ivy League schools, um, they only admit out of their 40,000 plus applications, 4.6% students each year. So we celebrate these three gentlemen, but really I want to celebrate the entire class of 2021 for all of their hard work in the process. And we have more exciting admission um, decisions coming as we enter the second semester. So thank you so much for your time. I hope this has been helpful and I'd now like to turn it back over to Mr. McGee.
2: Hey, thanks, uh, Rebecca. The, it, I tell you what—what what great news that is! Uh, uh, congratulations on uh, uh, just just some, a terrific year in college counseling, um, parents. I, I, I want to point something out. You know, the services that Rebecca and her uh, colleagues provide through the college uh, guidance process—if uh, you were to purchase that on in the uh, from a private firm you would be paying anywhere from six to $10,000. Well, that's all included as part of your tuition here at Legacy. So uh, you talk about a value added program and, and some of you may know that you may have friends who have their children in public schools and, and they don't get that level of uh, attention and uh, they they're, uh, they don't have this depth and breadth of services provided their students, and they will often uh, hire another company, an outside company to provide that level of counseling and guidance. And that's all part of your tuition, parents. It's all part of the value that you get from uh, a legacy education. So uh, uh, again, congratulations uh, to uh, Rebecca and uh, for a job well done, and uh, certainly congratulations to all of our students because uh, they're the ones that invest their time and talent into, uh, um, into their own development uh, so that they can qualify for uh, these great honors. So with that, I think we're ready to get into the different uh, divisional reports. So we'll start with our lower school and I'll turn it over to Mrs. Tiffany McCullum. All
6: right. Thank you, Mr. McGee and welcome everyone tonight. And- as Shannon Nelson shared earlier, I am one happy principal. So thank you all to those of you who donated to the annual fund. Having that covered walkway installed is just going to be a game changer for our morning and afternoon car lines. So anyway, I think I had a smile on my face for a week after I got that news. That was the best Christmas present this principal got this year. So. Thank you, everyone. But uh, a couple of things for lower school. I've been asked about uh, Valentine parties. I know it's in February, but it'll be here before we know it. And a lot of our room moms are beginning to plan, but we will celebrate uh, Valentine's uh, Day on on, uh, February 11th. So uh, your child's teacher will get with you in planning um, the time, but um, we will um, have those parties on February 11th. Um, The next thing I want to remind everyone, I had this in my email last week, but parents, it is so important that uh, in the afternoon car lines that you have the official Carline tag that is given to you by our uh, PTF um, rep representatives um, for Carline pickup in the afternoon. Um, We're starting to see a lot more handwritten um, tags put in visors, and we really need you to have the official one from LCA. And um, this is for your child's safety. We have run into situations where uh, you know family situations have changed, and we just want to make sure that you know we know that when you have that official Carline tag that. That you were um, approved to pick that child up in carline so So, you know, please bear with us if a teacher, you know, if you don't have that car line tag, a teacher may ask you to uh, go to the front office to check your child out so that we can, um, you know, check IDs. We have grandparents and babysitters and nannies and people like that that pick up, but we just are, you know, doing this out of an abundance of caution for your, uh, for your children. Um, If you need to order extra tags for yourself or uh for um you know grandparents or babysitters you can do that through our app so if you uh, go to the lca app and click on the fort which is forms orders registrations and tickets you can request uh, um, extra tags um, for your family and the last thing i want to mention is with the cold weather upon us Um, please make sure that you label your child's coats and hats and gloves and um, we have a lot of our children that all wear the same LCA pullovers and outerwear and um, I know a lot of times they go to recess and they get hot when they're out there playing and so we find a lot of, um, of these items on the playground at the end of the day so anyway to help us to get these things back to your child if you could please make sure you label all of these things so um anyway with that i'm going to turn it over to dr bell
7: (laughs) hi everyone thank you so much uh, for joining hopefully everyone can hear me looking forward to sharing next slide please i want to introduce megan weisner she's our new ms uh, middle school drama and latin teacher we're super excited have her. Megan is actually an, a Legacy alum. She spent 14 years here and uh, she's also a newlywed. She uh, was married in November to her husband, Britt, and she was in Arkansas for a little bit. Now she's back in Frisco. She's really excited. We're excited to have her. She feels like she's back home here at Legacy. So, Megan, welcome to the middle school department. We're excited to have you. A couple updates. We had a Houston webinar. Uh, this week and sent that over to everyone you'll also have the recording if you were unable to come don't worry we have recording i'll send that in the newsletter we have other uh, trip webinars that are coming up take a look at the newsletter i know there's lots of of information there and sometimes it can feel overwhelming but just keep scrolling Um, and if for some reason you miss one of those webinars um, i'll make sure to have that recording to you but that information will come and it'll give you all the information you need about all the trips that are upcoming We would love, 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 love to have your support um, on the medical side. We have a lot of trips this year and a lot in the spring just due to COVID. And so that's putting a little strain on our nursing staff. So if you have a medical background and you would be willing to serve in that role, we would greatly appreciate appreciate that. Also, I'm gonna have a second opportunity for our fourth grade parents uh, for Step Up. Um, We're going to do a little differently. This time I'll have a recorded uh, informational session. And next Wednesday, I will offer a tour after school at 3.30. So very, very important that you sign up. Uh, Again, we have all the COVID restrictions that are here. We want to make sure that Um, We know who's coming, we know how many's coming, so this is not a good time to just show up. Um, We want to make sure that there's space for you, but I will provide a second opportunity for those who are interested. We are looking forward to talking with you about the middle school and all that we have to offer. If you have any questions at all, please reach out to my admin assistant, Jamie Smith, and there's her email address there. We're super excited about all that's happening in the middle of this, uh, this spring and the winter time, and we're so glad for all the support that you continue to offer us. turn it over to Mr. Mosley, our upper school principal.
3: Thank you, Joy, Um, glad to be with you again. I hope everyone had a great holiday. Um, I do have some new staff I would like to present as well. So uh, first of all, we have Lisa Dryden. Now Lisa has been with us before in a uh, temporary situation. She spent some time with us um, in the LLC, but she's coming back, and we feel like she's coming home. Now, the Dryden family is no are no strangers to LCA. She, uh, her husband, Chuck, and she has some beautiful daughters there, Hannah and Sophie. Hannah's from the class of 2018, and Sof- Sophie graduated last year. Both girls are at Baylor now and doing great, and Lisa, it's great to have you uh, once again back on our on our staff in the upper school LLC. We also have, Dustin um, semester, as you know, went to the full-time ministry, and so we're we're pleased to welcome back uh, Anthony Glenn. Anthony uh, has t- taught here before in our Bible department. Um, super qualified. Married to Bonnie. There you can see their two boys, Max on the right. Uh, he's uh, in the class of was in the class of uh, 2019 from LCA. He's currently at OU. And then Rhett on the left there is an eighth grader, so he'll be coming up into the into the upper school next year. We're super excited about having Anthony back. Extremely qualified. Can teach any of our Bible classes, and uh, he has really enjoyed being in class this week. So. I want to say uh, welcome to both of these and uh, how we're excited and, and particularly on how well God continues to provide for us here at Legacy. Um, so a couple of things I want to talk to uh, about with you, you know, at the end of any semester is obviously a great time for, for our academic leadership team to review kind of how things have gone, particularly when you are in a situation that's unprecedented and certainly none of us are have been trained in, and that's to educate in the middle of a pandemic. So we tried to anticipate several needs, and I think we were very successful in doing that. But we also recognize uh, due to feedback from from teachers, from students, from parents, that we can make a couple tweaks uh, to some things and hopefully. Uh again, to strengthen that partnership, make things easier to follow with regard to Schoology and how you see things, uh, how we can manage flex a little better. So there are um, some really interesting new things, important information for you to know. So I am going to refer you to my blog and email tomorrow that's coming out with these adjustments. Um, And I'm, I'm really excited about our academic leadership team and department chairs have worked very hard on it. We brought teachers up to speed today. And uh, we're excited about beginning these uh, policies on Monday. Um, so please read that very, very carefully. Um, we have rescheduled uh, the Camp Eagle. This is now the second time we've rescheduled it, but our seniors will be going to Camp Eagle um, at the end of this month and first of February on uh, January the 30th through February the 2nd. Um, again, the uh, discretionary flex policy update. So if you have a student that you have chosen to put on flex. Uh, Because you have concerns about the environment or the numbers of uh, uh, positives that we may have in the community, et cetera, which you have the right to do. I I need to make sure you're following because there's an adjustment to that uh, uh, policy as well in tomorrow's email. So read that very carefully. And I want to make you aware that the week following um, our spring break, this is a big week here at Legacy, Revive Week. Uh, We're excited. We have a speaker lined up. The student spiritual emphasis team is working extremely hard, um, part of LEAD Legacy. They're planning, and we're excited about having this uh, amazing week of just really focusing on what God wants to do in the lives of our staff and our students. And we want you to begin putting it on your prayer calendar now that God would have his way and do amazing things in the hearts and minds of our students and faculty. Okay, at this point, Adam, I'm going to throw this thing to you. All right. Well, don't go too far, Mr. Mosley, because the first question
1: or second question uh, will actually be coming back to you, Mr. Townsley. uh, I've got a question for you regarding the last day of school. Is there any information you can give us as to when that will be?
4: Well, right now, um, right now, with you know, if the second semester, it's hard to predict the future, uh, but given um, how well um, our plans and and our staff and faculty have worked to keep our campus open first semester. You know, if there's no interruptions in that and and we maintain an open campus over this semester, which um, looks like a a high probability given our success last semester, then then the last day of school will be Thursday, May 27th. But again, that's subject to change. But, you know, as parents are asking and thinking about summer plans, you know, if if there's no interruptions between now and then, then our, our goal is to be out on Thursday, May 27th
1: okay that sounds good uh mr mosley uh sticking with the theme of calendaring um if the last day of school happens to be delayed i know we just said it it hopefully will not be uh can you talk a little bit about finals graduation uh the class of what would that be 2022 their senior trip can you speak to any of uh those dates that may
3: or may not adjust sure so the um for juniors and seniors, those dates of graduation and trip to Camp Eagle, those have to remain in place. So we, we make those reservations long in advance. So if, if we extend uh, the school a week, that will extend for ninth and 10th graders and any of their summative tests or things like that will happen the extension week. Otherwise, those will take place as as scheduled at the last week of May.
1: OK, perfect. Uh, Mr. McGee, going to toss it your way. We'll stick with the theme of calendars and dates. Um, Can you tell us anything about when we might see the 21-22 school year calendar?
2: Yes, we'll probably have published that next week sometime. Uh, Just today, we received the Frisco ISD uh, academic calendar for next year. Uh, Every year, we wait for that to be published so that we can uh, align our major holidays like Christmas, uh, spring break, Uh, to to there since uh, that is the predominant public school that uh, our families uh, live in and have children, other children maybe enrolled in that school district. So we've chosen uh, to align with Frisco ISDs regarding major holidays. And I just got a copy of that actually today. And I'll be sharing that with my leadership team. And we hope to publish the academic calendar uh, by next uh, week. Uh, But if you want to go on the Frisco ISD website, you can uh, already take a look at their uh, when their uh, Christmas and spring break holidays, which are the two major ones that we try to align with. So uh, if you want to get an idea uh, or a preview, uh, I'd encourage you to look at the Frisco ISD calendar. Not all of our dates align with them. Uh, We may start or end at a little different date. We may have Different in-service days throughout the year, but the major holidays are, is what we try to align with.
1: All right, perfect. Thank you. Uh, I've got two more questions for you, Mr. McGee. And that's all the questions I have for tonight. So, parents, if, if you're out there and you have questions, if you would submit them to the chat uh, as soon as possible, we'll make sure and get them answered tonight. Um, sticking with the theme of next year, Mr. McGee, uh, can you talk about how the leadership team is planning for next school year and? You know, I think the question everybody wonders is, is there an opportunity to revert back to the old normal?
2: Yeah, we, we hope to. I mean, certainly we're planning um, as if that our operations will return to normal uh, or historical uh, modes. Uh, but of course, there's some things beyond our control. You know, uh, we're st- seeing variations uh, or mutations of the virus, and we don't know how that might Affect uh, uh, the the schools in in general for the long run. So here's what I would say: We're planning to return to normal uh, unless uh, factors beyond our control prevent us from that. So uh, and and that's that's true for every school in the nation, public or private. So uh, you know we would just ask that you continue to pray that the vaccination is um, uh, is successful. That it is uh, that uh, our country will uh, achieve herd immunity either through the vaccination uh, or just through the natural means uh, soon so that we can all get back to normal. I think we're all looking forward to that day.
1: Okay. And uh, Kevin, I'm going to come to you real quick. We just had a question about prom. Um, Is there any? new information about prom, maybe what it would look like, or if there, you have dates?
3: Well, I don't have that date right in front of me. I do know it's it's somewhere in the March-April time frame. Um, I'd have to, you know, check the calendar. I don't have that in front of me. But I do know that we are planning to move forward with prom. There, we're working through and working with other educators across the country to look at some different models about how they're going about, you know, attacking this situation. And, and obviously, it's subject to change. But uh, we're, uh, we're considering, much like our Camp Eagle, uh, maybe doing some pre-testing, since we have some of that capability and requiring that um, before someone could attend uh, within a really close time frame. Um, and then maybe having some restrictions about space and you, you know, having a date or a group of people and you staying within that group, uh, in some pods and things like that. Those are some of the things that I've seen on message boards and, um, some of the collaborations with some of my colleagues across the country. But uh, as of now, we're planning on moving forward as, as the, uh, upper school calendar declares. Okay.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Um, another question, uh, Mr. McGee, I think probably best, uh, to ask you, uh, do we have any plans yet to maybe scale down from the phase that we're currently in and, and backing up and lessening some of the restrictions? Yeah, it's a
2: great question. Uh, you know, we, we again, those th- a lot of that is is beyond our control, and and as you know, we are right now in the highest uh, uh, incidents uh, in North Texas for COVID. Uh, uh positive covid cases so you know now is not the time for us to relax our standards not when uh the uh, pandemic is really peaking and you know this was not unanticipated uh even back uh in the summer um, uh, health officials were predicting that we would see a spike in january february and even into uh march and and of course their their uh their prediction is becoming true. So, uh, you know, we, it, it, given the external environment, given the state of the pandemic, uh, we're not comfortable moving off our current phase, which is phase three, uh, or modality of uh, or of the, uh, the third modality, uh, which still requires us to wear masks when we can't social distance or when we're in uh, close confines with others. Um, you know, I, I will comment on this our community has adjusted very well to, uh, to these requirements. Uh, you know, as I walk around the school and I do that on, on a daily basis, you, you know, we're, I, I think we're in a, a nice routine. Uh, our, our students seem to have adjusted well. Uh, certainly our teachers are, are, are uh, respecting our protocols uh, in the classroom, so you know, I, I I think there's no reason for us to move off of that until we see a, an abatement in uh, the the COVID cases, which we hope will be in the near future and before the end of the school year. But for right now, we're not changing.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, last question. Uh, still with you, Mr. McGee. Uh, in, in terms of the vaccination, will the COVID vaccine be required? And, and could you answer that maybe in two parts, faculty and staff, and then for students?
2: Yeah, we actually uh, took this up at the board level. And it, it is the unanimous decision of the board that until it's required by law, until the state of Texas requires uh, vaccination by uh, uh, students, uh, we're not going to require it. So, uh, and of course, right now it's kind of a moot point for most of our students because the vaccine has not been approved for anyone under age 16, uh, unless they have some uh, special condition. Uh, but uh, for most of our students, uh, you know, they won't get vaccinated this school year, uh, and we won't require it again unless the um, uh, the state of Texas says that is a requirement for attending school, and, and in which case will apply the same vaccination standards that we uh, have for other uh, illnesses. So uh, so right now, uh, no requirement. And the same will be for our faculty and staff, although we are going to strongly encourage our, our teachers and our staff and anyone who is uh, in regular contact with students to get vaccinated. We're gonna make it very, uh, easy for them to take off, to go get the vaccine once it's available to them. And we're going to uh, highly encourage. I know as soon as, as educators uh, make the list, I'm going to make my appointment and go down and get uh, uh, my vaccination. So uh, uh, we would hope that most of our teachers and staff do the same. So that is our uh, that is our plan.
1: All right. Thank you, Mr. McGee. And with that, we're going to turn it over to Daniel Townsley, who is going to close us in prayer tonight.
4: Well, thank you. Everyone, please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the grace and goodness you have shown legacy over this school year. Lord, we thank you for our families who continue to support, encourage, and trust us with their children. And we thank you for the faculty and staff who continue to sacrifice and serve their students and our community with such faith and perseverance. We ask for your continued mercy and wisdom as we strive to equip students with biblical convictions for college and beyond. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Shannon.
0: Hey, well, thank you, Daniel, and thank you to all of our panelists for being with us tonight. Thank you to our audience uh, for sticking with us through this town hall meeting. And uh, again, a few, a few uh, save the dates for you as you go out. So we've adjusted our typo. Um, MLK holiday is Monday. Apparently I was trying to take Friday off. Sorry about that, Mr. McGee. Um, But Monday is the holiday. So not Friday, the 18th is the holiday. Um, Take a look at those, save the dates. All of this information is available to you in the weekly Wednesday email that Mr. McGee sent earlier today. So if you don't have time to scribble it down, check your email and that will be uh, in your inbox. Our resources are listed here for you. If you need some reminders, And uh, lastly, please do follow us on social media. We'd love to connect with you. Uh, Thank you all for your time. Thank you for being a part of our wonderful community. And uh, we just pray abundant blessings over you and your family. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Have a good night.